When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sportsbook app. I am Mike Luke, joined by Jason Shear. Got Jacob Franklin in the background. Can't be seen, can't be heard, but doing amazing work. All right, Shear, we're going to talk Arizona basketball. We're going to talk conference realignment news, scuttlebutt, and we're going to talk a little bit of Arizona football as well. But first, we got to talk about Polly. We got to talk about what happened there for the Wildcats. First, um Jalen Clark wish him nothing but the best fantastic player I've thought all year that he's the defensive player of the year in the conference and I would have voted for him for most improved player as well but you don't think that this was much you don't you don't take much negative away from this game tell the people why you know at the end of the day it it just Arizona lost on the road to a really good team and they played well for a portion of it you know a, a decent portion of it and you could say well Courtney Ramey played the worst game of his life, literally career right. high in turnovers. Pella fouled out, doesn't usually foul out, as right. we know. Umar wasn't good, and Arizona was still right there for a decent portion of the game. So, it, it, and really, it, it has an impact on seeding. But Arizona was second; they were going to be second no matter what, and and that's kind of just where we are. All right, now there were some good things to take away from it. Well, let's get the bad out of the way first, so we can get to the good because we like to be optimistic on this show. Um, that was one of the worst games that I've ever seen uh, a basketball player from Courtney Ramey. I have no clue what he was doing out there, and I like Courtney Ramey. I think that for Arizona to be the best team it can be, I think he needs to be the second best player. So again, take it with a grain of salt. But every single the turnovers were it wasn't even looking at the ball. I mean, it just looked like his head was totally elsewhere. Like, I can live with you if you're struggling and you know what, you're trying and just not working. I have no clue what he was doing there, Sheer. I, I mean, I'm assuming UCLA defensively flustered him because, like you mentioned, I like Courtney Ramey. Like, I think he's a good kid, all that. He just got it, got handed. I, I mean, and his dad actually right. liked one of my tweets where I was like, he picked a weird time to play the worst game of his life. If you ask Courtney Ramey if that was the worst game of his life, He'd probably say yes. Right. Uh, it just it it just wasn't him. And then what happened was because he was out of the element, he started forcing shots that weren't going in. And then it was a point where you're like, look, Tommy can't even play him right now. I mean, he's right. just done mentally and he's not playing well. One thing we got to give the Tommy gun right here, or Tommy Lloyd, excuse me, is that this team, I've felt this the coaching job this man has done to me is absolutely remarkable. And again, I am not diminishing this team right here. I'm giving Tommy Lloyd kudos. 
you have one star in Tabellus, and yes, Carlos, the UCLA observer, he is a star. But and then you got a lot of role guys. Kirk Carissa, we know what he is. Pella, we know what he is. Courtney Ramey, we know what he is. Ballo, we know what he is. The only star on this team is Azulis Tabellus. And right now you're what, 25 and six and looking at possibly a two seed? Yeah, I mean, we said it, it's, it's a really good coaching job from Tommy Lloyd. I mean, there's not a ton of athleticism. There's a bunch of guys that um, play their roles and play their roles really well, surrounded by and, and surround a star in, in Azulis Tubelis. And, um, you know, and, and the margin for error is thin with Arizona. If they don't show up defensively or offensively, it's very difficult to win. When they play a complete game, they can beat anyone. There's other right. teams where they may struggle on one side of the ball, but they're good enough to get through it. I don't know if Arizona is, but um, Tommy Lloyd deserves a ton of credit. I, we almost forget the guy lost three NBA players. Yes. <laughs> like three. Yes. Right. Team of the losing three NBA players and is fighting for a two seed right now. And one thing that I don't understand on your board is, and I love everybody on that board. I am basically a pinata on the board right there. And it's a, and it's a role that I embrace. It's a role that I deserve. But one thing I don't understand, you get a lot of people that want Tommy Lloyd to start snarling and swearing and getting technicals. That's not who he is, man. I mean, that's just, why would he do that? That's not who he is. I think there's one play against UCLA where I, I wouldn't have mind him getting a technical. I know which one you're talking about too. Yes. Um, but other than that, it's like, yeah, like, and, and here's the thing when you're on the road in that type of environment, you get a tech. Now the crowd's into it. Now you're handing UCLA possibly four or five points. It's just not worth it. If this, if it's an Oregon state and you're trying to make a point right. and you know you're going to win and you can afford it, go for it. But I mean, look, you know, like Fran McCaffrey in Iowa, it worked when he got that tech a couple of weeks ago. He was a maniac. He got negative attention. But 10 points, two minutes left, um, you know, you, you're costing your game, your team points. And in the tournament, I don't even want to hear the technical talk because it's not working and no coach is getting a tech in the tournament. All right. Uh, Robert Griffith, interesting question right here. Uh, by the way, Robert Griffith, check out the other platform. It's much better now. You would like it. Um, given the recruiting class for next year is what uh, we are this year, basically our upside. I think that, yes, I think that Arizona is its upside right now. I think it's reached its upside. And like you said, when they play well, they can beat anybody, which is a testament to the, uh, Tommy Lloyd. But as you've talked about on this show before, Arizona, there is a real chance that Arizona could return essentially everybody that can return. And in that case, if you return everybody, game time, baby. Boom. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there is not, like, last year we knew. We knew Ben was gone at this point of the year. Thalen was iffy. Um, Christian Coloco was iffy, I guess. But, you know, once Coloco started playing well in the tournament, that was that. Same right. with Thalen. Um, this year, it's, I mean, it's up in the air. Look, if, if Zoo in the next two weeks goes on a run, and Arizona makes it to the Sweet 16, where Zoo's averaging 25 points a game, he's probably gone. Right. If he struggles again, can he go? Uh, you know, is Kirk Kreisa, you know, he's he's coming back. Everyone's talking about the transfer and the going pro and all that. Why? He loves right. college. So it's a very real chance he comes back. Pella is coming back. Uh, Umar Balo is coming back. And, and so, you know, if, if those guys, if, if Zoo's obviously the key, but even if he leaves, um, you know, if, if that core comes back, you're looking at a top five team in the country preseason. Can you win a national championship with what the heck? 
Uh, can you win a national championship with Tommy Lloyd and Pella Larson as your wings? Ooh, uh, it's it's tough. Are you getting robbed right now? I don't know. There's somebody knocking on my door. Hopefully he goes away. Um, <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, it's tough. I think Arizona needs another athletic guard. Uh, I yeah. think if I'm looking in the transfer portal, I'm looking for a super long athletic guard uh, wing, actually. And, and I think that is probably like I think the posts if you're assuming Umar and Vesar and Dylan make a jump you're fine there you have Boswell I think you, you're looking for one of these athletic like you mentioned Jalen Clark that would be perfect for right. Arizona a guy like that Bronny James I know there's people on your board that think Bronny James sucks I get the other argument a person a player like that though again he's not coming to Arizona but a guy like that though I would take him on Arizona. He would fit in absolutely perfectly, but I get why teams aren't recruiting him. Right, for sure. Okay, now want to give you some. Want to give a little, a few, a little uh, kudos to Arizona right here. But first, Four Peaks, the official brew of PHNX Sports and the official nickname of the Arizona Big Men. Actually, the unofficial name of the Arizona Big Men. Now you might say, Mike, I heard Four Peaks. I heard Matt Mulebach say Four Peaks. You're correct. And Four Peaks is taken off in Tempe as well. You can go to the Tempe location or you can go to the Tap and Bottle Watch parties right here. We had one last week and get Four Peaks as well. By the way, I just got all my stuff for the Vegas trip. I got some kilt lifter in the background right there. So again, uh, if you know, you know, Kobe Thiel. I see you out there right there. But again, check it out. Uh, Show notes and the link in the description. Uh, Four Peaks, uh, 21 and up. so again, check out the show notes and the link in the description. And PHNX diehards. All right. Now, if you like me, that's cool because you're a smart person. And even if you don't like me, you're a smart person. But P- Phoenix diehards has people better than me there, too, all the way across the board from the Coyotes to the Suns to the Diamondbacks to the Sun Devils to you name it. They got it. The Suns as well, because keep in mind, Kevin Durant's a good uh, Kevin Durant's a really good player. You can get merchandise. They got events. Check it out. Phoenix diehards. Go PHNX.com. All right. Kylan Boswell. We got to talk about this guy for a second. This what what he is doing now is he's really emerging. I don't see any way. And again, I get the Tommy Lloyd's offenses in a certain way. There is no way that this man isn't the starting point guard next year. And he's playing 35 minutes a game. You're seeing him develop almost into an all conference guy. But uh, between our uh, between our eyes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Tommy Lloyd said that he wasn't going to judge Kylan Boswell to January 1st because that's when he started getting in the groove. And right. when you take Boswell's, I was actually doing this earlier because he won freshman of the week today. But when you take his numbers and put it over per 40 minutes, he's the best freshman in the conference. Jordan right. Pope is probably going to win it simply because he took more shots. But Boswell shoots better. His turnover assist rate is better. His three-point, his free throw, his re- all of it's better. Right. And so it, he's he is, to me, the best freshman in the conference, especially over the last month. Right. I mean, for him to go on the road in L.A. against good guards, like that, that, those are good teams, and at times be the best player on the court, that step-back three he had against UCLA right. as a freshman um, – there is not a worry about the position when Kylan Bob. The only worry would be that Boswell goes and starts next year and is awesome and goes to the NBA. After and we'll that. deal with that if it happens. Right. 
All right. Now let's talk a little bit about recruiting. Right now you got uh, right now you got uh, uh, KJ Lewis obviously in the bag right there. He's already signed. Um, is there are there any names? Do we know these names? Is this going to be something where the to- Tommy Lloyd is holding these so close to the vest that even Jason Shears of the world cannot find out who these players are? I'm very confident in saying for 2023, their names I don't know about. I know mm-hmm. that they're are not they in Macedonia, people. Serbia, <laughs> uh, Bosnia, Herzegovina. I know that there are no domestic recruits right now for 23. 24 is the complete opposite. It's pretty right. much all domestic. But 23, there's international guys. Uh, I have an idea where they are, but um, I don't know their names. I really mm-hmm. don't. I, I'm not lying to people. I know people think I have a bunch of secrets. There's one guy I know, but um, yeah. All right, That's now. It. Let's talk 2024 right here, and then we're going to get to a conference realignment and some football as well. But 2024, Jamari Phillips, already good. By the way, you guys dropped him in the rankings right there. You dropped – oh, you did. I you think, did from I 24 and 5. But I think it's more of we had a few guys that entered the rankings that we hadn't seen before. So it wasn't because of his play. It was because basically there were a few guys that were a little bit better. All right, Sheer, that was good company spin right there. I like that. But again, he's obviously a really, really good player. Carter Bryant, though, has we uh to four. We rose him to four. Give us credit yeah. there. I gave you a cold prickly before I can give you a warm fuzzy. How bad does that sound? Carter Wait, I'm Bryant. curious. I got a question for you. Carter Bryant or Cody Williams? Uh Carter Bryant. Okay. Hey. You should never bring up Cody Williams, by the way. You've lost that one. All right, let's talk Carter Bryant, though. He's going to be uh, he's going to be here around the U of A, top five wing in the country. By the way, I've seen him twice, so I have an expert opinion on him. Um, I like the Jason Tatum comparison. Again, he's he's different, but I mean he's he's obviously not Jason Tatum. He's built like him, though. He's good athlete. He's not a next level athlete. He's very skilled. I like that comparison. What say you? And what's the latest on Carter Bryant? Great comparison. I mean, look, I don't know if he's as good as Jason Tatum. <laughs> Jason Tatum's right. awesome. But when you look at the way he plays, his body and all that, he reminds you of Jason Tatum. Uh, he's going to be in town for Selection Sunday. And he's mm-hmm. going to watch Selection Sunday, I assume, at some very rich person's house with the entire team and enjoy the entire experience. And I'm assuming they're going to ask him if he wants to commit, and, and I think there's a, a very real chance of that happening. Arizona leads for Carter Bryant until they don't. And I'm not even sure there's other, like, if you ask me who's second, I don't know. He was supposed to visit Gonzaga a few weeks ago and didn't, and that was his choice. It wasn't because he had a scheduling conflict like he did with Arizona. So right now, Arizona's biggest competition is is Arizona. Is Arizona and Arizona itself. That's what we like. Now, Zoom Diallo Dedon Thomas. Um, seems like they're moving in some different directions right now. Is that fair to say? Uh, in, in terms of what? Like, well, it looked for a while like we were going to get one of the two. Right now, that yeah. certainly doesn't seem like a lock. It's not a lock. I, I mean, I think Zoom is still Arizona and Gonzaga. Uh, you know, I, I think Arizona is very much in there. Steve Robinson went to go see Zoom, uh, his playoff game on Friday night, I believe, flew out there from L.A. You don't do that unless you think True. you have a chance to win the player. Um, D-Dan Thomas, he's the type of kid when he – and there's a lot of them. It's not bad. It's You got to remember these are kids when he goes on an official visit, and it was the greatest weekend of his life. And so that's right. what he did with Florida, and he loved Florida. Florida's in it. They they feel like they're in it. They're, they're NIL and all that. 
Houston feels like they're in it. UCLA, Arizona, all these schools feel that they are very much in the running. He's done with official visits. So um, I don't know if a decision is imminent, but I assume in the next couple of weeks, he'll sit down and, and kind of start to break things down and take it seriously. So I wouldn't say Arizona's out of it for both guys. I would just say that there's other schools involved. All right. Now, one thing you never have to be worried about is Mountain Mike's Pizza. Now, you might say to yourself, Mike, who's Mountain Mike? I have not met him, but I've been to Mountain Mike's Pizza. It's very good pizza. Sheer has been there as well. Oracle and Wetmore, you can get uh, good, again, obviously you can get good pizza, good pepperonis. They're known for the pepperonis. Good TV setup. Shear's got an adorable family. You can go there or you can go there for a guy's night out. That's how cool it is for Mountain Mike's. Maybe you're Ben White and you want to have a guy's night out or you're Jason Shear and you want to uh, hang out with the fam. Either way, it's going to be a great spot and you can get uh, uh, good food, good drink. Check it out. Mountain Mike's Pizza. Again, Oracle and Wetmore and sometimes you can even get, you might even be able to get Four Peaks. Actually, I don't know about that. Don't quote me on that. But you can quote me on tap and bottle, the tap and bottle watch parties. All right. Now, might say to yourself, Mike, can I get four peaks of tap and bottle? You can get four peaks of tap and bottle. Many times, too, you might even be able to get some mountain mics or a food truck right there as well. You can't eat the food truck. You can eat the food out of the food truck, though, from tap and bottle. And again, you got to remember, um, downtown, working on another watch party. We've had a great show in so far. Appreciate all of you people out there. Again, tap and bottle. Scott and Rebecca do a fantastic job. Support local. All right. Am I out of line by being incredibly annoyed by Bill Walton? Again, I get Bill Walton. I get this. I get what he's, I get what he does. I don't normally hate Bill Walton, but I hated him for that UCLA game. I thought he was atrocious. See, I liked him for USC. I thought he was fine for USC. I thought he did a nice job. I can't figure out if I'm blaming Bill Walton for the UCLA game or ESPN saying, okay, you're going to have a 20-minute segment with Wilkes, and then we want you to discuss the 50th anniversary. You know what I mean? I think it was a combination of things. It was an absolutely brutal broadcast. I love Roxy. I felt bad for him. But, you know, it it, it was just Bill was – I think I don't know if it was you or someone on the message board said if you watch Duke Carolina, there was none of that. It is right. this is the big game, and it wasn't a big game, but this is a big game, and we are going to break down every possession and give you the play by play. You put on Arizona, UCLA, you wouldn't even know two teams were playing. Well, you wouldn't even know that Jalen Clark, who is one of the biggest impact players in all of college basketball, has probably gone for the season that they didn't even talk about it. That's UCLA where I got it. Literally said Jalen Clark yelled, it popped when it happened live on the air and then talked about it at length. ESPN was like, oh, there's Jalen Clark. He's wearing a boot. Okay. Right. (laughs) That's literally like, this is a big injury for UCLA. Like go up and find something that, that happened. Something. Right. All right. Now, Zona Tucson with a very good point, right? Our question. Do we still have a shot at ending up in the West Regional? I think we do. I think if you win the Pac-12 tournament, you can be a two out West. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm right. It's tough. I would say it's tough. I I think you want UCLA to lose early. I think Arizona beating UCLA would be nice, but then UCLA, in order to do it, would have to beat Oregon and whatever. Um, you actually want UCLA to lose early, but I don't think they will. I, I would be surprised. The only chance that this is even a discussion is if Arizona wins the Pac-12 tournament. All right. Yeah, I would agree with you on that one right there. Now, we've got to talk some conference realignment right here. Now, people need to know uh, um, you do very good work. And again, 
People out there need to understand, Shear has never guaranteed anything about going to the Big 12. There's people out there that try to pretend that he has. He's never guaranteed any of that stuff, but he calls out bad reporting when he sees it. At the front of the line is John Canzano. There's an ESPN article out there basically alluding to the fact John Canzano is only talking to Oregon State and Washington State when he posts these articles about uh, sources. Now, Think to yourself, why would he only talk to Oregon State and Washington State? Because they are the ones that want to stay in the conference. There are never quotes, direct quotes from Oregon, Washington, or schools that really matter right here. Sheer, you're doing God's work right here by exposing this. You need to keep it up. And again, I'm giving you the platform right there for your courageous work. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think people get very mistaken. And maybe it's me. I'm very harsh on Twitter. But I have never said that the Pac-12 is breaking up. I I just report the big 12 and the numbers and what Arizona and other schools are looking to do. And there's a Pete Thamel article that people are going to go nuts over that literally just says everything I've been saying for four weeks. But um, I've never said this is going to, in fact, we've argued offline because of my skepticism. And Mm -hmm. like, if people are like, Oh, I want you to say it. It's like, I'm not saying it. I don't know if it's going to happen, but. Yeah, And just, why is your step now, again, I'm going to give you the chance also to e- express some of your, now, because I think right now you do believe a move is more likely than not, but again, you're not guaranteeing anything. So again, that's not a, uh, you're not quoting corner four sources, but the, uh, tell me the reason though, why you will always be a little skeptical, because I think there's a good point right there. I just don't believe the presidents have it in them. I think mm-hmm. if you ask the ADs, most of them would say like, let's do this. You know, let's get right. this done from a sports perspective. I just, at the end of the day, I'm I'm skeptical that the Pac-12 presidents can take away the kind of narrow-mindedness that put the conference here in the first place and, and kind of expand their views, I should say. Can you think of anybody that looks more outmatched in a, uh, a match between Brett Yormark and uh, George Kliakoff? When you watch yeah, those I mean, two guys... Go ahead. Brett is just, he exudes confidence. He tells you what he's going to do, and he's done everything he said. George isn't meeting with anyone. When he does meet with people, he throws a grenade, as he likes to say, and then you don't hear him for months. And right. it's like, they he, if he had something, he would be out here fighting and, and telling people to shut up and saying, well, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And, you know, nobody, Oregon, Washington, George, none of these right. schools that – have the future of the conference in, in their hands is coming out and talking. And even John Wilner, and again, we always want, like to say this on here as well, even though I think John Wilner's been wrong on some stuff. Wilner, I don't believe, ever makes up sources. I don't think that he's ever made up anything. But Wilner is even getting a little bit more skeptical. That caught my eye last week there, uh, Jason Shear. Yeah, I mean, Wilner basically said the longer this goes, you know, he's going to lower his odds. Well, it's going to go longer. I mean, there's no, uh, there's no indication a deal is coming unless yeah. George has some secret thing tomorrow at the PAC 12 meeting, which by the way is on zoom, which is insane, right. um, which makes you think that he doesn't have anything. Cause if he had a great deal, wouldn't you want it in person? And, and, and wouldn't you be case? toasting to that and taking victory lap yeah. picture? <laughs> so that actually, to me actually says something. I was talking to someone very big in the, you know who it is, but I can't say names who said the same thing. Like, from a business perspective, you want that meeting in person. That's crazy if there's, you know, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's, it's a situation where I agree with you with Wilner. Like he, he's, he's never, I don't believe he's making things up. And I, and I, and, and I know he interviewed Schultz or whatever from Washington state, but I don't believe like he's not saying the four corners when he's not talking to the four corners. <laughs> 
Like right, he's not right. happy. I'm, I'm very confident saying that. So yeah, I mean, there's guys I believe in, and there's guys I don't. And Canzano happens to be the one I I don't believe at all. All right, we will tell you a story. I will tell you a story. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but I had somebody at the U of A tell me they're like, I don't know where he's getting these uh, uh, Arizona sources, Arizona quotes. We haven't talked to him. This person is very, very, very high up at the U of A. Then you and I were at a football practice last year, and somebody there who also works for the U of A mentioned that unsolicited as well. He said, I don't know. He said nobody knows. Nobody knows about these. So again, you know, again. We're on to you right there, John Canzano. We're on to you right there. Um, all right. Now, let's speaking of which, talk about a good segue by Mike Luke right there. Arizona football now. Got some uh, practice right around the corner right here. Sheer, I am ready to go. I am excited. Year three of Jed Fish, even more talent in here. What are you excited to see? Yeah, I mean, we had media day the other day, and it was awesome. I mean, just right. talking to these guys and hearing Jed and all that. I'm I'm just excited for football. And it's funny because I probably won't be able right. to see it the first week because it's starting the day that I'm traveling and we're traveling for the tournament. But, um, you know, I'm excited to see the Justin Flows, Bill Norton. Bill Norton talking to him was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Flows' intensity was almost scary when you're talking to him. He was just like, right. right and, and, and the size of these guys, it's it's different. And I'm really excited to see the defense. Um, you know, I'm I'm excited to see if there's any fundamental differences in terms of scheme and all that and just what it looks like. I mean, you know, our guy, Jacob Manu, Mike, he's up 10 pounds or at mm-hmm. least since the season. He's going to be 220 by the time the right. season's. He's looking much bigger. He's the weight room champion of the offseason on defense. I mean, it, it's exciting, like, because we felt it at the end of the last year. We've talked about in the offseason. The players are are confident in saying it. Um the team believes it's going to be better. This is a bull team. Right. right. Tyler, and we also got to give a big shout out to Tyler Owens. If you're not following that strength and conditioning stuff on Instagram or Twitter, he is absolutely fantastic. Watching these players push each other too. watching Jonah Coleman squat, what, like 525 and then saying baby weight right there. This is a different animal right here. This is a this is a boat that is all everybody's going in the same everybody is rowing in the same direction right now. Whereas I think in the past, even though Rich Rod was an awesome coach, whatever, we'll shall see in the spring with uh, Kevin Sumlin that speaks for itself. Everybody here is working day in and day out. It's just got a much different feel to it. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's very organized. Like it, it just everything that Jed does is organized. It's a different feel. You know what they want to do. There's excitement. You know, I used to, the only time I can remember covering and not wanting to do my job was the Kevin Sumlin era yeah. where we would text each other and be like, are you going to practice? No. And my response would be like, I am, but I, I don't want to. Like I would come home to Shelby and be like, this team is just bad. Right. Nothing is bad. And, and, and then we'd have to different. pretend that maybe there's hope yeah. with Grant Gunnell or. Yeah. It'd uh, be like, yeah. It'd be like, oh, no, no, we're right there. He's got it. But we knew deep inside. We knew exactly where that was headed. Or you would get the carnival barkers out there talking about how Kevin Doyle is really better than Justin Fields, and he needs to be out there as well. So, again, that was some of the issue. Now, we're going to get to a little bit more football here. And I pardon me, but I'm having to read this from the script because i got to make sure I get this. Run your pool. All right. You might say, Mike, what does that mean? The March Ma- March Ma- the March Madness March Madness is coming, and we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to give you a chance to compete in a bracket challenge. Fill out picks for all 63 teams in the tournament and get points for each pick you get right. 
Who's your Cinderella story this year? Your bracket buster. Uh, prizes for competing against us. Show show you no ball. First place, $300 and a $75 locker gift card. Second place, $150 cash prize. Third place, $50. And here's the cool thing. It's free to play. The important dates, March 12th, Selection Sunday, March 14th, uh, 14th and 15th, Final Four play-in games. March 16th, first games tip-off, fill your bracket out, April 3rd. And the disclaimer, head over to HTTPS backslash play.runyourpool.com, PHNX, and don't forget to post your picks uh, when the brackets are live. Run Your Pool um, is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and friends together to uh, connect and compete. RSVP, uh, or excuse me, Run Your Pool has over 50 games for every sport you can think of. One-stop shop uh, for sports gaming with over 2 million players. There's no better place uh, for your bracket uh, family and friends. I think I did a very good job right there. Um, I am, but oh, real quick, we got to talk about, the, I, I should have talked about this during Arizona basketball. We need to talk about the Big Ten again here. This is nonsense. <laughs> so, right now, Joe Lunardi has 10 teams from the Big Ten getting in. And when Nebraska wins the Big Ten tournament, they will have 11 teams in. Jason Shear, how many of these teams are you confident will make it past the first weekend? None. No. Uh, <laughs> well, no, actually. It depends. That's a good, that's a right answer. <laughs> uh, who was it? It was Seth Davis. I was like, is this the part where we put 11 teams in and only one makes it past the first weekend? Seth doing and, God's work right there. Yeah. I mean, it's all about matchups, but like we were talking, like, at least I saw a couple brags this morning that would have Arizona playing Iowa probably. Iowa has the 163rd best defense in the country. Right. No athletes. Like, sign me up for Iowa. Correct. And, and Fran and, McCaffrey. And we get to make fun of Fran McCaffrey all week as well. That would be absolute. That would be a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, Fran. Fran versus Tommy. Could you think of two polar opposite coaches? Well, one, well, first of all, one guy's good. Oh, by the way, Iowa. Is that the most bland sports program that is decent, but it's still <laughs> bland? Kirk Ferentz and Fran McCaffrey. Is there anything more boring and dull than that? Fran's not really dull, though, because he's a maniac. Yeah, that's you true. Know, that's true. I apologize. Dull product. Kirk, How about that? Kirk is like nothing. I don't right. know why you would commit to him. I really yeah. don't. No personality whatsoever. Very similar to Andy Enfield. Hmm. 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 That was a cheap shot right there. That was a cheap Hello? shot. Right. What's what? the difference between Iowa and Andy Enfield? Ooh, that's a good comparison. Andy Enfield has a Iowa football. Of the right, that's not that bad. is nonsense. That is nonsense. Andy Andy does good every year, but you know they're not gonna go to the next level. USC does good every year, but you know they're not gonna get to that well, next level. How far, listen, Jason Shear, and like I said, I'm not really breaking up with me. Jason Shear right now is, I think it's known, he's synonymous, and this is a good thing, this is not a bad thing, with being the biggest Sean Miller supporter ever. How is what is the farthest Sean Miller has ever gone in the NCAA tournament? The Elite Eight. What is the farthest that Andy Enfield's ever gone? Uh, the Elite Eight. <laughs> so by your standards, this is always a comeback. For those Don't give home, me the Kevin Ollie nonsense. <laughs> for those at home, when you, whenever someone debates a coach, bring up Hubert Davis and Kevin Ollie, and you win every time. Oh, that's not fair at all, dude. That's that's really not fair. But again, I'm trying to find the Circle K read here because I, by accident, I don't want to get this wrong. Jacob, if you're listening, if you could actually send that to me, I apologize because I don't know where it is on my screen. Oh, I found it. Never mind. I lied. All right. 
Circle K. Now you might say to yourself, Mike, what's the deal with Circle K? Circle K is now with PHNX. That's how big we're getting right now. Okay. We're excited to partner with our good friends at Circle K. Check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, and snack selection and premium gas. To give you an idea how good Circle K is, first in, or excuse me, Oracle and Grant is the worst intersection that we, we, have, we tw uh, tweeted th about this and is the worst intersection in all of Tucson. Um, it's uh, any, if you know, you know, as the kids like to say, but Circle K is always popping at that intersection because people want to be there. And again, this is the worst intersection. People avoid this, but they don't avoid Circle K. And there's a reason they don't avoid Circle K. All right. You can go in there. You can get good food. You can get good drink. Yeah. You can get the glazed donuts. I like getting glazed donuts. And I am going to be going up to Vegas here on Wednesday. I guarantee you will be making a pit stop at Circle K, maybe to get some Kilt Lifter and some Four Peaks. So again, we're excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. To kick things off, we've teamed up for an amazing giveaway opportunity. Text PHNX to 31310 for an opportunity to win a $500 gas card, and you see show notes for details. All right. Sheer, we've done good work here. We've made fun of the Big Ten. We've given reason for optimism for the Wildcats. Football's right around the corner. Um, you basically agree with me on Bill Walton being over the top. Um, oh, Kobe Thiel has a question right here. This is a uh, this is, we got we got to get this out there. Sheer likes Sean Miller so much he'd root for Xavier to beat Arizona. Is this true, Jason Sheer? No. Stop asking that crap. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. I, I don't I don't believe that either. It's just funny. All right, Sheer. <laughs> Before we sign off, got any good deals going on? Because again, it's March. Yeah, we're gonna uh starting this week, later this week, we're gonna have a, a deal. Um I'm sure I'll be on before it starts, but we're gonna we're oh, going to deal. So wait a few days, selection Sunday and all next week, actually. Uh the deal's gonna be going on. I believe it starts next Monday. So make sure you uh you get on that. There's, is it? Will there be a Cyber Sunday type deal? Yeah. Well, it's going to be the whole week. We're going ah, big. I like that. We Every week is Cyber Sunday. Every Me day. And you hanging out with Bruce at whatever tournament site is worth a deal. Oh, and I will bring Bruce Del Taco. Oh, it's going to happen. All right. <laughs> Everybody out there, really appreciate all of you. You guys are fantastic. Shear's a good guy. Go to Wildcat Authority. Get on there. Go to GoPHNX as well. Um, and again, the big, big dog Jacob Franklin behind the scenes, who you never see, um, but he makes me look better than I should. Thank you, Jacob. We will talk with you tomorrow. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.